Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Ho, 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 here we go for the holiday edition you shouldn't be missing. You're tuned in to Talking with T. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm quite jolly as I bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. It's December 23rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, the late black female entrepreneur, Madam C.J. Walker, and soap opera actress, Susan Lucci. For those that celebrate the Christmas season, I wish you a very merry, jolly, and happy holiday full of love, family, cheer, gratitude, and giving. For those of the Christian faith, we believe that the true reason for the season is to celebrate the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. But whatever your faith, we wish you many blessings and encourage you to give your talents, time, or treasures to those that could benefit from your gifts. This upcoming Thursday starts Kwanzaa, which was started in 1966 as a way to focus on culture, history, and values. Kwanzaa is the Swahili word for first. It is a seven-day observance celebrating different principles. The first day starts off with Umoja, which means unity. I will post the principle for each day, including its meaning, on my social media pages, or you can check out all of the Kwanzaa principles on TalkingWithT.com. The theme this month is Keep Your Cool. You've been encouraged to stay level-headed. Don't fly off the handle and risk your reputation or your character. Sometimes you have to stay calm in the storm. You may have to hold your tongue and let your silence diffuse the situation. Find strategies to help you manage your emotions. You don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. When things get heated, keep your cool. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. Listeners, I have a special treat for you today as we are in the midst of our holiday season. On Talking with T is none other than Knoxville celebrity Emery Quince. Emery, welcome to Talking with T. Hey, hey, well, thank you. Thank you very much. For having I am me. so excited. As I, I said, you are a Knoxville celebrity. Now, you're you're quite humble, and <laughs> uh, I know that you wouldn't label yourself as such, but many of us know... <laughs> But we know, we know of you. We've heard your beautiful voice. You know, you're just one of those names that floats around in the community, especially when it's tied to music. So Mm -hmm. we, you know, we want to share a little bit with the audience who may not know as much about you and what you're up to. So let's Mm -hmm. start with, I know you're in the ministry. Where is your ministry? Mm -hmm. I am the worship pastor at Transformation Church. Um, here in Knoxville, and I say here in Knoxville because there's another Transformation Church. There are a few of them, but so oh, okay. I always say Transformation Church here in Knoxville. Um, and it's located in West Knoxville, right off of the Executive Park um, exit, 
uh, right on Cross Park. And so you'll see it right from the interstate. It's Transformation Church. And so I lead worship there um, in the worship team. And, um, yeah, that's where I am. All right. And you've been singing a long time, a long time. Yeah, I have been singing my whole life, honestly, since as long as I can remember. And I know people say that all the time, but it's not a cliche in my life. I feel like I can remember moments of singing as early as moments of talking and um, have just always sang. I attended Bethel A&E growing up, and I sang there on and off. Uh, I started actually leading worship in uh, about 2007, 2008 at Overcoming Believers Church, and in 2011 I accepted this position at Transformation Church, which was then called the Church in Knoxville. Um, and, I mean, and in between all of that, I, I sang in college. I sang opera and classical music and uh, sang in high school. So I have, yeah, just just always been into music, love music, everything about it. I sing mostly, played a lot of instruments, like, growing up, just tried a, a lot of different instruments. Um, singing was just where I felt most comfortable, but I love everything about music, every type of music. Every genre of music, I can find at least one song I like. So, Wow. So have you ever pursued music professionally? I have not pursued it as far as like a, being a recording artist. Um, right. In, I have done it professionally as in I have been paid to do it, you know, singing at churches around. I used to do it more so in college when um, I sang around the holidays a lot of times around, you know, in the city, Chattanooga, places, different places. But as far as recording, nah, not until this year. But I've always kind of dabbled in it just as time was available. When I took my position at Transformation Church, um, I had to make a personal decision that I would never allow, quote, unquote, gigs or other ministry opportunities to get in the way of, you know, basically the church that God had allowed me and called me to help lead. And so I have been here and there a little bit, but not a lot. Um, and so this year just I turned 36 and uh, just had been praying about it. And I felt the Lord told me that this was the year. And so I um, felt the release and, and that's kind of where I am now. But All right. So you said until this year. Until and so that's. Year. Yeah, and so that's another reason I'm excited to have you on because we're going to get an opportunity to hear your recording. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so that recording is um, Oh Holy Night. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's probably my favorite Christmas song. I I just love Christmas, love the holidays. I feel like, you know, I'm one of those people, my Christmas tree goes up October 1st. (laughs) I I married a woman who agrees with me. Um, and we don't always get it up October 1st, but we try to get it up as early as possible. And that's for two reasons. A, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, and we celebrate a lot of crazy things. And so, if, you know, my, my thinking is this, I'm choosing to celebrate by, you know, throwing up a Christmas tree and, and intentionally thinking about the birth of Christ for two months, three months, then, you know, let me live my best life. <laughs> Let you live your best. I know that's right. <laughs> uh, also, working in ministry, you know, full time, the month of December, man, once Thanksgiving hits, you are, everything is, 
go, go, go until Christmas. We just had our Christmas services, but everything, you know, November until now goes that way. Like, we're all headed toward Christmas services. And so it's hard to enjoy the holidays like I used to, um, you know. And so having a son and a wife, I want to spend as much time celebrating the holidays as I can. And so knowing that ministry is going to take up a lot of that time, I'm going to spend a lot of that time at church, I we choose to celebrate early. So uh, Oh Holy Night, one of my favorite Christmas songs. I met with, uh, I actually randomly saw Julius Blue this year um, in wow. October, actually, beginning of October, and talk, we had been talking, and, I mean, we talked a few times about working together and just never solidified anything. And, um, had this not been the year that I felt the Lord released me to, I probably wouldn't have done it this year. But uh, we talked and just had this really random conversation. And he's like, man, we need to work together. Hit me up. Let's let's talk. And I did. And he connected me with A.P. Hardaway. And so we all met up that next week. And, I mean, when I say quick turnaround, this was a quick turnaround. It was middle of October by now. We, we met up. Uh, we talked about the song. We talked about the arrangement. And in all honesty, and, I mean, you'll hear it with the song, it is, I mean, all I provided was the voice, <laughs> in all honesty. They are the masterminds behind the music and the background vocals and just the arrangement and all of that. And so we got in the studio really quickly and recorded it. Um, and it was it was such a special experience for me because it was something that I wanted to do as long as I can remember um, and it really inspired me to keep doing it, but it also humbled me a lot because it let me know that, you know, preparing for, I used to be one of those people that said, you know, I give it 110% no matter what. And I think that just throughout the years of ministry, I've allowed that 110% to kind of lessen. And so maybe some Sundays it's a 98%, you know, and I'm forgetting yeah. it. So I'm, you know, things like that. And so getting in that studio, man, it, it and listening to just yourself and having to sing the same thing over and over and over again, <laughs> it, it just reminded me that, man, I have so much work to do. Um, so it, it, it inspired me, but it also lit a fire up under me that I think has helped me even in my ministry outside of the studio. That was it. I worked with two brilliant, brilliant guys and, and, and just their whole team of, and, and a whole bunch of, uh, different, musicians as well, um, Jeff Pegasus, Jared White, uh, names that you would already know, but um, Brandon Whitaker, just a whole bunch of people uh, kind of collaborating on all of this or had a small part in all of this. And so I, I think the way people are responding to it and the way that people are enjoying it, it definitely warms my heart, but it also lets me know that I worked with the right people. Yeah, so other than playing talking with T over and over and over, so that they can hear the song. What are ways that listeners can actually get their hands on the recording? You can download it, stream it, purchase it from all digital platforms, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music. Um, It's out there everywhere. Um, And I am trying to up my social media game and share about it. (laughs) The thing with doing a season since, you know, season – a seasonal song like Oh Holy Night is I only have a couple more days to really push it until next Christmas. So, I, But I am trying to do a better job of making sure people know it's out there because I didn't really do any promotion. Um, 
just because, in all honesty, because I'm not into all of that, I feel like sometimes you get, you know, people get so caught up in that side of music that they forget that you're supposed to be sharing, you know, like something that you worked on and, and, and created with the world, and here you are just sharing this promotion with the world. And mm-hmm. I think that, and also promoting stuff kind of intimidated me. So I didn't really promote it beforehand much. So now I'm trying my best to push it, you know, as much as I can, just reminding people, hey, listen to the single. And not making it about money. You don't have to go purchase it. I know a lot of people are like, well, do I have to buy it? No, stream it. You can go to YouTube for free. You know, it's on YouTube. Okay. So, yep. That Okay, so just a couple of more things. Number one, mm-hmm. you're a little shy about promoting it. I am not. So I just want to let you know I'm a fan, and I would like to continue to promote your music, which leads me to my next point is do we have something else coming up or we hopefully? Do. We have, okay. We do. I um, have not talked to my team really about this, so nobody else knows this opportunity. Um, but oh. I really I, I want to release at least a worship EP um, in the first part of this coming year, of 2020. Um, and so that's just kind of something I'm praying on and preparing for right now. Um, just five songs, just something that the Lord has put on my heart. And I'm going to try my best to make that happen in this first part of the year so that I can start the second part of the year working on another Christmas album, but like an entire Christmas album, um, because... That is what people want. It surprises yeah. me how much I have always been one of those people. I have all my favorite, even Oh Holy Night. I have my favorite version of Oh Holy Night that I listen to, which is not my version. <laughs> um, okay. And so I have all my favorite Christmas songs that I listen to, and I guess I've just never thought about anyone re-recording these songs because, you know, I, I have my favorite versions. But man, I have learned one thing with this Oh Holy Night release, and that is people want. Christmas music, and they want it from who they want it from. So I think the day it dropped is when I started getting messages like, oh, I like the single, but where's the whole album? <laughs> like, right. You know, right. So, you just, I, like, teased us. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it took a minute to get that one out, but it took <laughs> years to get a single, man. But uh, so, yeah, it, but I, I do plan on working on an EP for the first half of it, its latest hopefully dropping by summer of 2020. So that's my goal. And I think I'll, I think I'll be able to make it happen. Well, I can speak for myself and I believe much of the Knoxville community and that we support you. We celebrate you. We're proud of you. And I hope that you really follow your gift and that we get more recordings in the form of an album. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you'll work on next year's holiday music in time enough, so yeah. we'll have more than one song. <laughs> yeah. But but right now, I am excited to share with our listeners Emery Quince and Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error 
Oh God, adoration God. 
Also make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to a few quick bits. I first want to congratulate Knoxville's new mayor, India Kincannon, and Councilwoman Gwen McKenzie, who became the first African-American female vice mayor. And I want to also congratulate all other newly elected officials. We are counting on you to make the city of Knoxville great. I also want to recognize Darren Tinkerang, a 24-year-old black entrepreneur who has co-founded Trim It, which is a barbershop on wheels that people can book on an app kind of like Uber. Now, according to CNN, New York has awarded a $3.75 million state grant to help build the Universal Hip Hop Museum. This museum is dedicated to the preservation and celebration of hip hop history and culture throughout the decades. There has been some controversy over the Bible release time policy that allows students to be checked out of school for religious studies. Tennessee law already allows parents to pull their children from school for religious studies, and a pilot program was allowed in Knox County Schools on the condition that it was conducted off school property and not funded by taxpayer money. With a five to four vote this past Wednesday night, the Knox County Board of Education decided not to create more standards for these programs. I encourage those more interested in the Bible release program to read about it and the debate that ensued. It is all very interesting. A Texas grand jury has indicted a former Fort Worth police officer for the murder in the shooting death of Atatiana Jefferson. Reports of violence in Chicago continue as 13 people were injured in a mass shooting where people had gathered for a memorial party commemorating the birthday of a man who had died in a previous shooting. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back in our style with trending news and hot topics after we hear this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. The tip this week is do not stress yourself out about getting gifts for people that are not in your immediate family or not in your immediate circle. I know sometimes we have a hard time with that. Uh, some of the people giving gifts, some of the people receiving gifts. I know I personally get mad sometimes when someone gets me a gift, and I'm thinking, well, why did they do that? Because then you feel like you need to go get them a gift, and then it can go on and on and on. Just just understand and know if somebody doesn't get you a gift or if you can't get a person a gift, it, it's nothing, it has nothing to do with you don't really care for that person, you don't love that person. It is about the money. Your money can only extend for so long. It can only go so far. So I have had to tell myself this over and over again. I just have to get to people, if I'm going to do that, if that's what you do is get gifts. Some people may not, but if you do, do not stress out, do not worry, and do not try to overextend yourself trying to get people gifts who get you a gift. Or people who get gifts and you normally don't talk to that person, don't feel bad if they don't have nothing for you. They didn't plan on getting you anything. You know, that, that's nothing 
that you need to get upset about or break a friendship up, you'd be surprised how people take that personal when somebody does not get you a gift. Their money ran out. I'm there. We've all been there. The money is gone. There's nothing else. There's not another gift left to get. Just just be patient and just spread love and joy, and that's all it's about. Again, this is the tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. Welcome back to Talking with T. Spilling the tea. Are you ready for this? All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and today I have with us the know-it-all, Professor J, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So one of the biggest stories of the week was the impeachment of Jay's president. And Wait, Jay, stop, stop. Uh, uh, not my president. But go ahead. Okay, well, Jay, I was just wondering, since you're our own political analyst, if you could just give us a quick snapshot of what's going on with this, what it all means. Well, there's a whole lot going on. Uh, last I checked, last I saw, because this is a veritable circus, uh, the House has passed two articles of impeachment, two charges against President Trump, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And so now the next step is for those articles of impeachment to be sent over to the Senate. And from what I understand, once those articles of impeachment, once those charges to get sent to the Senate, President Trump, the great Cheeto, the mighty Comover, the current inhabitant of the White House, could possibly face a trial. However, it's important for us to remember that impeachment does not necessarily mean immediate removal from office. And as I was okay. telling someone the other day, um, he may be voted out of office before he's officially removed. Who knows? Mm. We just have to right. sit with our popcorn and our legs crossed mm. and see what color the walls are going to turn. I got you. I got you. Well, thank you for that update. So we'll continue to follow the story. And, Jay, if you wouldn't mind letting us know as, you know, everything unfolds, what's going on. And since they're impeaching people, can somebody impeach my baby daddy? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, it's one of those shows. And then Pam had the nerve to ask me, Jay, was he going to be tried as an adult? Well, he's been acting like a very moody, moody toddler for the entirety of his presidency. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. On a serious note, did y'all see the video of the North Carolina school resource officer slamming an 11-year-old boy to the ground? I'm talking about that man tossed him around like a rag doll because this is a little boy. And really, to see the incident was disturbing. The superintendent said, quote, we are better than this. This child deserves better than this. And then he's adding an apology to the family and the community and he said, we will work tirelessly to ensure that this never happens again to another child in our school system now. I don't know what the little boy did, but I can't imagine anything warranting the assault from the officer. In this case, although the officer's been fired, I'm not sure an apology is enough. And I'm with you, Tanisha. It doesn't sound like an apology would be sufficient. I'd be intrigued to know what this child had done to precipitate this particular incident. But still, 
regardless of what he could have possibly done, it's, yeah, long side. Yeah, when I first saw the video, I'm thinking, this can't be real because who are his parents? Because most of the time, the parents are going to come regulate themselves. They're not going to wait for them to take this to court or him to be punished for it. Him getting fired is not enough. Mm-hmm. He needs to be slung around. Reports are coming up of these ports pirates and people robbing delivery men. And not long ago, there was an incident where a UPS driver was robbed on his first day. Turned into a big shootout on the interstate between the police and the suspects. Well, this week, I read that police in Philadelphia are investigating after an attempted robbery of a FedEx driver. The FedEx driver was shot, but so was the suspect. It appears to be self-defense in that the driver was shot first and then he shot back. I guess he said, I ain't going. But I bet people are thinking twice about being in the delivery business. True. I mean, some of these delivery people, they about that life. And I'm just still trying to wrap my mind around why people feel that it is necessary to take advantage of other people, particularly during this season, because, you know, you can trifling to go and do your own shopping. So you have to shop at somebody else's front porch, that part. And I commend him, you know, not saying to take anyone's life, but I commend him for protecting himself because people are crazy. We hear about they're doing carjackings, they're running up in people's house, they're robbing them, mm. and it's even crazy around the holiday season. Right. But this next story is interesting. A story surfaced about Willie Simmons. He has spent the last 38 years in prison for stealing $9. He was convicted of first-degree robbery and sentenced to life without parole in Alabama. And let me say this. He was sentenced due to Alabama's habitual offender law because he had three prior convictions. And they say that Willie Simmons was an Army veteran. He became addicted to drugs while he was stationed overseas. And he is in one of the most violent prisons in our country. And the reporter on this said that his trial just lasted 25 minutes. His attorney didn't call any witnesses. They didn't offer him a plea deal, which may be typical since his prior offenses were nonviolent. So you can find more details of this story on our website, talkingwitht.com. It's just hard for me to wrap my mind around life in prison over $9, even if you had another shoplifting charge or some other minor charges, life. I mean, that's a combo and some change somewhere, you know, a corner of gas in your car. I mean, it's a small amount. I'm trying to figure out who his lawyer was. Because they know right. that it, it probably was a public pretender, though. A public pretender. <laughs> Public pretender. There you have it. This next story is also interesting. A Christian megachurch in California is soliciting prayers and $100,000 in donations on behalf of two of its members. They're holding out hope that, quote, Jesus will resurrect their recently deceased toddler. Now, I believe the death of a child is hard. The grief is probably unbearable. But I don't know about this. I mean, I don't know really what to think. I have faith, and I don't want to belittle the faith of the parents. And I understand the call for prayer. 
But I don't know what the money's for because they've already raised $44,000. The Bethel Church is apparently this big, powerful Christian organization that claims to have approximately 11,000 followers, nearly half a million fans on Facebook, has its own TV service, music label, media wing, and in the middle of building a $96 million campus. So... A part of this doesn't sit well with me. I just can't put my finger on it. Don't sit well with me either. Um, here's the thing. One thing that I've learned in these last few months is mm-hmm. to accept the will of the Lord. Okay. And if it's God's will, it's God's will. And it seems like that's what we teach in the Christian faith. You know, God can do the impossible. Yes, we teach that. But at the same time, we also teach that uh Certain things happen because God wills itself. may not be comfortable for us here, but there's often always a plan that we cannot quite fathom or cannot see immediately. So I'm intrigued to know where this money is going myself. And if they have all these resources to build this mega church and all these components that go with it, do they really need that money that they've raised? Well, that's one part, but I don't understand how the money is tied to the resurrection. Like, can you pay Jesus the resurrection? I just, I don't get that part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. You can tell him what you want, but he's probably already settled it in the heavens. Last story from the Crazy Chronicles. A former Wisconsin sheriff's deputy allegedly broke into the houses of grieving families. She used online obituaries to find out when they would be at funerals. Keep in mind, I said this is a sheriff's deputy. It's just hard to trust anybody. She got caught when a family came home and found her in their kitchen. She told them she'd been hired through Facebook to come and clean. And then there was this other incident, she was caught on the doorbell camera, and she said she'd come to pick up some items she purchased via the Facebook marketplace. Fortunately, you know, we're not on camera, so the people can't see my face. But where they do that at? Uh, let me see. That would be in Wisconsin. Chef or food? I have no words. <laughs> no words. None. Well. I just personally think it quite distasteful and pitiful to take advantage of grieving families, especially if you're an officer of the law. But we'll just leave that right there. Now, before I go, I just want to say that I hope each of you have a blessed Christmas. I can't wait to talk to you next week on New Year's Eve. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it in 2020. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But remember, you can check out the links to many of the stories we share on TalkingWithT.com, as well as signing up for Talking With T Daily, where you can get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. When the winds of change blow, Some people build walls and others build windmills.
Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.